Blog Talk Radio. Real sports guys. my time, reclaiming my time. Just like Game Changer, we're all trying to reclaim our time. This is RSG, the big show. This is where the barbershop meets the faculty seminar here on RSG, and all our callers and, and guests are brought to you by the good folks over there at Carbon World Health, the complete solution for fitness, health, and beauty Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com to connect with Dr. Nessa Rodriguez and his staff to learn more about lifestyle medicine. Tell them that the Real Sports Guy sent you. And uh, if you want to check up and follow up with us, you know, hit us up on all platforms, iTunes, Real Sports Guys, Facebook, Real Sports Guys, Instagram, Real Sports Guys, Twitter, Real Sports Guys. Just come and get us, connect us, like us, give us comments. We take it one at a time tonight. But I got a guest in the house, you know, one of my favorites. You have a lot of contributors. You know, we like the routine of sports talk radio. We got folks coming in for all that. Our lineup is just tough. We load it. We load it. It's unfair. We kind of like Golden State. We load it. It's unfair. Everybody else is crying. We come in underground style. Tonight, we got my brother over here. 
Hammer. What's up? What's up? What's up, Mr. Tom? Yeah. What's How up, doing, D. Wells? Brother? Great to be on the show. Thanks a lot for the for the guest invite, and um, want to represent RSG in the house, Lloyd in the house, that's, Rockford that's, in the house, Chi Town in the house, Mass in the house. All people listen to us. Thank you, my brother. Look forward right. to working with you. That's right. And uh, we opened up with the game changer. We're gonna drop a couple. If you listen to our podcast, we've been featuring. Uh, a lot of stuff that's been going on. You got to check. If you ever had a chance, check out our last uh, big show where the Game Changer and I talked about the NFL and what's happening there. And uh, he was legendary. And uh, uh, if you have a chance, when you go to iTunes, check it out. Uh, it's incredible. We'll play some excerpts uh, uh, from some of the things that he contributed on that show uh, tonight as uh, I bring Hammer in on here because, I mean, we're fortunate, you know, like, like ESPN, you know, has also had their legal analyst and everything else. We, ours, he's got a legal analyst too, because you know, Hammer is a, a lawyer, highly trained at one of the top law schools in the country. Eighteen uh, years, undergraduate bro, 18 at Stanford. There, there you go. So we, RSG, we 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 got our own legal analyst in the house that we could bring, who got a little Southside Chi-Town flair with it. So. We 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 don't we don't just do it. We bring it funky, and so we're definitely gonna tap in on his expertise on a number of these things, these issues, uh, and, and and really get in. It's gonna be fun. We have this great text message group that uh, Hammer is a part of with us, and I mean, if we could share some of those things, it's, it's some of the funniest stuff. It's been going hard for like almost two three months right now. I don't think anybody's left the group. Every once in a while, we're getting a flare, um, and so you know, you might get a, a little bit of that conversation coming in. Uh, uh, to to what we're talking about here and some of the perspective that he might share comes from a lot of those discussions we've been having uh, in our text group and we're going to bring it to the people in there. We believe we believe in bringing you into our world and that's what we're going to do uh, tonight here. Um, as I said, you know, this is Real Sports Guys platform. You know, the big show is kind of like the faculty seminar in the barbershop. If you want to listen to our RG One Mic, which is another podcast that, that you'll see uh, that's when we hit one issue. We'll go a little bit deeper in that issue and uh, throughout the whole podcast. Definitely, we're going to be hitting another inside the park uh, with Hank. We'll be dropping here later on. Uh, you got to check that one out. And that's where we, we the intersection between uh, really looking at uh, uh, baseball beyond the metrics. Hank is trying to bring some of that flavor back to the game. And so definitely check out the Inside of Park. And then we also have a special podcast uh, called Hustle and Flows, uh, and that's a podcast with the intersection between hip-hop and sports, and that's Stay Cool uh, and Game Changer. And uh, we usually drop that one, you know, every quarter. We we, want to give you a little spice. We'll drop that one just to liven your life up a little bit uh, as well. So check out the platform, like this, like I said, and we'll get into the proceedings right now. Uh, To kind of go, we'll get warmed up. Before we get into – uh, some of our segments. I just want to warm up a little bit here with with Hammer. I just had some toss ups. You know, I'm I'm kind of playing that Sherm Douglas role, and I'm just I'm just tossing it up uh, to you like you Billy Owens, uh, and let you just go with it, Hammer. Uh, uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, you and I have been talking about it. We you know we get ready for our draft, but the big fight is coming up, and I haven't had a chance to really indulge you a little bit uh, on you know just some of the stuff that you've been observing about this fight coming up between. Connor and Floyd, but with just your general perspective as you kind of watch this evolve, what's been your thoughts around what's been happening with as we move closer to the fight day, especially with all the fallout in Connor's camp and everything? 
it's just a spectacle, man. I mean, uh, Floyd puts on a great show. Uh, Conor puts on a great show. Um, you know, the bottom line is that uh, that's really what's going to be. Um, I, I saw the TV, uh, the commercials of the game, the cartoon characters and everything else. Uh, the fact that uh, they announced today they're going to go with uh, uh, eight-ounce gloves instead of ten-ounce ten gloves is huge. I mean, it's going to make people think that uh, Conor's got a chance. But I think when all is said and done, um, money's going to knock him out, probably – Sixth, seventh round, but you know they want to give a good fight for the people. It's going to set up uh, box office records, but you know, bottom line is that uh, I don't like what McGregor said. Some of the racial things he said has been uh, off the chain, been crazy. Um, I don't like Floyd uh, as a person. I think he's a terrible human being. Uh, what he did as far as uh, to his uh, mother's child and his child himself, but uh, they're going to put on a show and get your money's worth. And so I'm gonna see it. Uh, Cats gonna see it. They, they might not buy it on at, at the crib. They're gonna go to the sports bar and see it. So or go to somebody's crib. But it's gonna be a show. Um, and you know, it just shows the sad state boxing's in right now, brother. That uh, we have a spectacle better than the, the actual fight with Canelo and Triple G. And um, that's just how the boxing game is right now, man. It's not. It's not 1992, bro. Yeah, and, and I, you know, I think. And this is the thing I had uh, Doug Fisher on from Ring Magazine. And I think boxing, I think that's what's interesting about this fight because I think boxing is in a really good place, but then you add this fight into it. So you've got all these great matchups that have been happening and will be happening. Uh, I mean, you've got a resurgence of the heavyweight division. You've got a lot of stuff happening. And, like, in some ways this fight is sucking some energy away from some of these other fights that you would say are more – Look in a way, but boxing's always been that promoter, that promotion sport. So I was messed up of uh, talking trash. Uh, going down to the eight, eight ounce gloves is interesting because you're right. It's like it's part of the the last pull to pull people in because now it's like okay, now we got the pump real puncher's chance. Uh, but you know we've seen great fighters try to hit Floyd and they don't even touch him. And so yeah. you know I think you know I tell people when you watch this 24 seven or what all this stuff that they be doing. Turn the volume down and just look at Floyd. He in shape. Look at how he working. You know, don't get caught up in all the sound bites. Uh, focus on the cat that he ain't never. He's never out of shape. And so never out of shape. I found him, him in Miami, bro. I saw him in South Beach three years ago. Bro, looked like he was ready to fight. Then he was in the club. We saw him at the beach. Then we saw him at the club. Yeah. I was like, bro, I can fight right now. So he can money, fight right money, now. You know, money's gonna be in shape now. He's gonna be in shape, man. And you know, some of the other things you said, I mean, that part of this, you know, what does masculinity mean and how is that playing out in these relationships, you know, that, you know, these great athletes, you know, how are they finding themselves into these, these, these relationships, you know, with these, in the way in which they are handling, leading to domestic violence. You know, that's an ongoing thread. You know, where's the storyline without that? And even when we're talking about somebody like, you know, uh, Zeke Elliott, which we'll get into uh, a little bit uh, later on, um, you know, this recurrent theme around particularly, um, you know, all athletes, but this, this hyper-focus on what's happening with some of these black male athletes and, uh, and, and, and their relationships and violent relationships with women. So, so some of the stuff we've got to just figure out, call out, and, 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 and hit on the head because we should expect more. So some of that stuff we're going to have to really get into. But, you know, mm-hmm. I can't have you on board without a couple of conversations about your alma mater. We, we, know, <laughs> we know you're a bad Which one, bro? Which one? Life. Which one? 
But we'll, we'll start with Stanford. We're going to start with your trip from, from Chi-Town, and you had to go to the West Coast. You had to just get out of Chi-Town. You know, you could, you're the kind of person that could have gone anywhere you wanted to go, but you went on out there to Stanford, Palo Alto, beautiful. I've been on the campus. You can't, I mean, if there's a place to go to school, that's a beautiful campus to go to school. You walk around, you're running to Condoleezza Rice, you're running to somebody. Uh, but I remember yeah, Constantly kind of did a lecture for us. There you see. Look at that. Look at that. Look at look, look, look. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Just this, this. That's what happens when you get you're a Stanford guy, right? You you, you having that? You just like yeah. She did a lecture for it. That's the kind of experience you got out there, uh, happening out there. I remember you know folks telling stories about Tiger Tiger Woods uh, uh, out there, Chelsea Clinton when we were out there visiting the graduate programs with some students. So. Stanford football, what they gonna look like? You know, they've been holding. It's gonna down, be a good season. It's, it's gonna, gonna be a ten like? years. It's gonna be a ten win season. Uh, we got Kellen Chris coming back, who you know last name. That's uh, Paul Chris um, nephew, uh, Jeep Chris uh, son. Mm. So uh, coming off that injury, uh, uh, Quentin Meeks, uh, nice corner. So you know, Deshaw, who's my classmate, uh, we came in together in uh, 1990 in the farm, when his dad was a defensive coordinator for the late great uh, Denny Green. And uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna win ten games, man. I mean, uh, obviously we we gonna miss Wildcat, we gonna miss uh, Solomon Thomas, who uh, you know Bears got hoodwinked on uh, <laughs> on draft day. But uh, <laughs> but the bottom line is that you know Deshaun is one of the best coaches in the country, and I think you know eventually Deshaun will have to make that decision where you'll get the NFL bread. And I think he's gonna make the decision and make the right place. I I, I hope it's not uh, my home city. <laughs> I hope it's not Green. I heard he's Green Bay fans one. I hope it's not there. I hope he finds the right spot. But Deshaun is one of the best in the business. Um, that's why I bring him on uh, draft day on uh, on uh, NFL Network. He's a great mind, great student of the game. Really worked in the trenches uh, with the with the Ravens. Uh, went back with a uh, Harbaugh, cut his teeth, and then when Harbaugh went off to the NFL, got his chance. And uh, just just a solid uh, individual, solid brother. I have to know a really humble brother, too, as well. And, uh, you know, Stanford, we're going to win 10 games this year. It's, it's not going to be like last year. Uh, we got a good, solid team, uh, definitely on the lines, too. And um, that's going to be a good season for us. Uh, we're going to beat Cal. Uh, Justin Wilcox is going to get, get whooped just like the rest of those Cal coaches. Uh, you know, with Justin well, except when he plays us. But uh, that's, that's how it's going to be at the farm this year, man. It's, it's going to be uh, a little less flashy and uh, more – more uh, thund- thunder and style, uh, more thunder, and, uh, you know, and running. So, yeah. So. Well, and, 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 and we had some recent news on one of your other uh, uh, fellow alums, uh, 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 Tiger Woods, oh, Eldridge yeah. or whatever, you know. Yeah. What's up with your boy? Like, what's going on? Yeah. Well, Tiger, uh, Tiger, Tiger got a substance abuse problem, man. I mean, he had five drugs in the system when he was caught. Um, you know, I had the pleasure to meet Tiger Woods uh, about 23 years ago at a party. Um, and ironically, uh, you know, I saw him drinking beer at that party with no beer in the system. It, it was, you know, so he's he's smoking weed, Xanax. Uh, he's he's in bad shape right now. Um, his body's broken down and. It's just sad to see the brother. Uh, you know, you saw the videotape, uh, the rough tape. It's just it's really sad to see the brother. He's in a very dark place right now. Um, the rehab he did, I don't think it was sufficient enough, knowing what I know about I me. Mean, I'm not a psychologist, psychologist, but it seems like, you know, very quick rehab. 
and he's got a lot of deep seated issues, and he gave us great golf. Um, you know, right now, I mean, I, I watch some golf, but it wasn't like with Tiger. Tiger was a man, so but we just hope Tiger gets in a better place. Obviously, after his father passing, uh, he's disintegrated as a human being, and it, it's sad to see him. He's a very bright man, but right now he's making very poor decisions, and he could kill somebody. And thank God he didn't uh, on that Florida road. Uh, praise God, because. Um, what he did was absolutely reckless, and you know, I hope he just gets it together. Uh, I don't care about him playing golf anymore. Uh, we're not going to see the Tiger Woods of the 90s anymore. Let's just be real about it. So when I see the Tiger goes to the Masters, um, we'll see it on, uh, you know, on, on playback, things like that. But his body is destroyed. So, and, you know, all golf is about torque. Golf is about, about physics. So when your body goes, the golf game goes. So. It's that simple. So, I mean, you know, Tiger's part of the Stanford family. You know, I wish him well in his recovery. I know he's a father, too, to his children. I heard he's a good father. Wasn't a good husband, obviously. But um, the bottom line is that Tiger's got to get it together because someone could have been dead that night, uh, including him. And thank God it wasn't, so. Well, hey, y'all here right now. You listen to uh, RC, the big show. I'm on here with. Uh, with my man, the Hammer, you know, Kyle Hampton, uh, you know, also I always have him as a, he's like our legal analyst, you know, in, in our Wu-Tang, you know, he, we got a couple lawyers. We got, we got, we got, we got, we got, we got you, we got RJ, you know, we, we legal up up here. We, we, we got, we, we up in here and you hear, you hear kind of the flavor we bring in and he just getting warmed up. And uh, we're going to have to move into what we call uh the funky editorial, but before we do that, before we move into that funky editorial, uh, to kind of set the tone a little bit, I told y'all that, you know, Game Changer was on, uh, he was on something else. He was on something else uh, 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 in our previous podcast, and I just wanted to, I want to play uh, this little piece here first, and then I'll come back with uh, uh, a little longer piece uh, uh, at, at, at some point, but I want to play this piece to kind of set the tone uh, in, in terms of how Game Changer and, and, and make it Game Changer is in uh, the league with myself and Hammer. So, you know, we both were affected by this decision. Uh, we we do fantasy. We've been doing fantasy football probably for you know ten years, maybe. Um, and this is the first year, man. You, you hit me up with the usual email. I hit you back, said, dog, I'm out. I'm out. And man. I just want to talk about this whole situation because there's a lot of angles. And, again, it's a situation that I've just grown tired of. Uh, I'm tired of hearing people trying to excuse the NFL. Uh, I'm hearing, I'm tired of hearing about, you know, why Kaepernick don't have a – the Kaepernick NFL situation has got me to a point where I'm just out on the NFL as an organization, as a, a league. Again, I love football, um, and I, as I, I've said it, I, I said it in a Facebook post about two months ago. Uh, my football will be reserved for Friday Night Lights because um, I don't really do college football anyway, um, and pro football was like my fix fix. So I'll be just hitting up the, I'll be hitting up a bunch of high school games with my son and my daughters. Because uh, Sundays I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing that Maxine Waters reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time, <laughs> reclaiming my time, reclaiming my time. I'm reclaiming my time. <laughs> I'm gonna be on that Maxine Waters. 
So, yeah, I'm going to have my Sunday free. Anybody want to hoop? Holla. Anybody want to get down? I might even start playing golf. <laughs>
was underweight, so I know Cap's in shape, so hope somebody gives him an opportunity, but I just don't see it right now. I think that he really needs to go. I mean, it's a lawyer. I mean, he really needs to get litigious and, and get get some money, and then he'll be an activist because um, he's getting blackballed totally uh, by a lot of people, um, you know, threatening him. So it's, it's unfortunate, and uh, I can understand why people like Game Changer and a lot of my other friends are boycotting the NFL this year. Um, they, they, they don't feel the pain. Because uh, only seven percent of people go to NFL games who kind of, who uh, you know who uh, take up football. And I, I went to a Packer game last year. It's a rarity. Most people watch it on TV. Other parts you got now the digital devices, things like that. So, and black people, like I said, we're, we're we're consumers. And so the bottom line is that when this protest happens uh, next week, it's going to be off the chain in New York. So, and uh, but sadly, I hope that doesn't cause a visceral reaction to make it even more where Cap doesn't get a job. But at this point, they do anything right now. It's quite clear that if Thayer Lewis can get a job or uh, <laughs> Josh McCowan get a job or this Drew Olsen guy from the Green League get a job before Kara Kaepernick, obviously Kaepernick is not going to get signed right now. Um, and, and it's just a sad situation. So someone who was a couple plays away from winning a Super Bowl and I saw him playing Nevada and I was just like, who's this cat? And so went second round, and all he's getting a job is if Harbaugh gets back to the NFL, and I know you don't want that to happen. As, as, as a big blue fan, you are so. <laughs> yeah, we, we got we got to keep him in Ann Arbor, but but I think you know right. Also, and, and, and the part that's been killing me the most was you get these guys, you know, Slurk, and some of these guys I really respect on other issues are trying to make the football argument, and I, you know. Um, uh, what in our last show we, we we talked about some analytics that have been done, looking at um, quarterback rating, looking at number of pass attempts. Um, it's a scatter plot, and so uh, and then linked in free agency. Cap is like an outlier, like the only other person um, uh, I think that they had uh, uh, out there was uh, uh, Fitzpatrick because he held out, and then they had I think they had uh, uh, on that uh, also. Uh, Mike Vick, because he was just, so like those are the people he out there with, um, and uh, and all these other people have, have gotten jobs. So and they they did an analysis of pre-snap reads, which everybody says is related to IQ, and his his rating was higher than Flacco's. The Flacco's garbage. So I mean, Flacco's garbage. So, Flacco got his money, and, and you know, Flacco's garbage. So. I mean, let's just be real. So, even listen to Baltimore, he's garbage. So, I, I said to him his face. I'm glad he got his payday, but, you know, Flacco can't, Flacco can't ball anymore. So, yeah, yeah, it's I'll probably share that message with him uh, uh, next time. I'll, 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 yeah, sure. Tell, tell, him, tell him Hammer said he's garbage. Yeah. Tell him that. And he won't care because he's making tons of money. But Flacco's stealing money right now, you know. And, and God bless him. He's by himself. He won. On the ground in Baltimore, man, at the stadium, the staff, the people, folks are like, we need cap. Like the stuff with the Brown. So I don't know what, Masadi, whatever, I don't know what he's talking about. Like who are you listening to? And I think that's the, the one element, Hammer, that I want to get into a little bit before getting you to think about what well, I want to tap into your lawyer hat at the next phase when we come back mm-hmm. after, after this point uh, is about, you know, seeing you like if you were like, uh, head of the Players Association. A lot of times they like to hire lawyers. So since I got a lawyer, I got an attorney, and someone mm-hmm. who knows sports, I'm going to let you play that role in a minute. But 
I must I want to start with this this this, this, this uh you know really beginning when, when when you when you look at um uh how they define whose money's worth what. So one of the things that Game Changers talked about is the value of people's resources. And you said in your, your remarks, you know, that black folks are consumers. Do you think the NFL thinks black folks are consumers? Yeah, they do. But they think that we're going we're just gonna watch football and also they know that football I mean let's face it. People come and go. Uh, I was stunned when Terrell Pryor got in the NFL uh, Hall of Fame, can't because I was like, he didn't play long enough, but it was long enough for them. So, I mean, these flash in the pans, the Priest Holmes of the world, Christian Coyas, a lot of people are like, iconic, but they only play a couple years, D-Will. So they just think mm-hmm. we're going to be fleeting, and also they think that, too, that, you know, we're going to be, we have our fix of football, but it's not that way. Football ratings went down, supposedly because of the, the protests, and they're going to go down maybe some more because a lot of black folks who love football and, like you said, predominantly black sport are going to boycott against it because what they do to Kaepernick is, is, is wrong. And, again, you know, Kaepernick needs to sue. I mean, uh, that's what I would do if I were uh, advocating for him and, and the Players Union and DeMora Smith. Uh, DeMora is mm-hmm. a great trial lawyer. Um, this is akin to the baseball situation that happened in free agency when they wouldn't sign free agents. Uh, this guy's getting blackballed. His worth, he gave up, sadly. I mean, he was going to get cut anyway. Lynch said he was going to cut him, but he gave up, what, $13, $14 million extension, unguaranteed, to become a free agent, try to give himself freedom. Now he's out of a job, and he can still play. There's no question he can still play. So um, that's that's my two senses, brother, basically that we'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I hope, uh, especially after Charlotte, I hope that the the march is peaceful. Um you know, I think that the sky is a lot of people in Howard County and, you know, some uh, other parts of uh, the Baltimore area who are big ticket owners who are threatening and things like that and other corporate donors. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just a sad situation as far as it goes. And, you know, people are talking about, well, we take him, you know, and he doesn't start. No, don't give me that. I mean, he didn't start last year. He didn't clown. So he uh, came off the bench and be out with Gabbard and play well. So. I I watch a lot of football, as you know, um, tons of football, and he looked good to me. Just looked solid. Uh, I love to see him in the Bears right now, can't we? But that happens. So yeah. So you know, but that's how it is. And even with you know Brent Huntley supposedly in trade type deals locally here, you know Packers could use him as a backup. I doubt that would happen. But uh, you know, this is a guy again, like I said, two plays away from Super Bowl. Also, he's not good enough, and everyone tried to about well. You know, we can't craft the offense to him. Give me a break, man. I mean, you got people. Everybody come out of spread now, bro. And and Kyron, I saw him play in Nevada, came out of spread. Everyone's adapted right now. We, we we don't have these quarterbacks now coming out of the pro-style offense. It's not happening right now. So uh, they can craft the offense for Kaepernick. Kaepernick is a smart guy, great physical talent. Is as good as he was, you know, three or four years ago? No, there's no question about it. I mean, he's taking hits. But if he, you're telling me he's not one of the top 30 uh, two quarterbacks in the league. I mean, come on, man! Don't insult my intelligence, please. There we go. That's the hammer. And 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 if you were, as you start to, you move in, moving into, let's say, you know, Demore Smith, and you're moving into, in the future, talking about, you know, looking at the labor contract. Are those things? Are there things that you were trying to put in the contract, um, or trying to position, um, that would provide a little bit more security? What are some of the things that you might recommend if you were on that leadership team trying to look at this current 
dynamic and situation. More guaranteed money. I get rid of the franchise tag. I think the franchise tag is unfair. Uh, someone like Le'Veon Bell, if he went out of the open market, he'd get paid. I mean, especially the running back position where you know, you're one hit away um, from getting knocked out. The fact that Le'Veon Bell's on, on a franchise tag not showing up, which is stupid to me. He needs to show up and play. Um, you know, the bottom line is that uh, it hurts the player. So, I mean, DeMorris, I'll just be real, I'm not a big DeMorris fan. I mean, I, I like the fact that Bell's ahead of it, mm-hmm. but I don't think he's advocated well for the union there, and they need a better advocate. I'm sorry. And also, I just know, I think some of his political aspirations have just clouded his mind, candidly. So everyone knows he mm-hmm. wants to be the governor or senator of Maryland. And, you know, nothing against his political aspirations. Uh, but when you're hurting the players, that's a problem, too. I just haven't seen the advocacy. There's no advocacy for CAP. There's no advocacy um, for, you know, the CTE players. Um, there's, no, there's no advocacy for the Zico Elliott's of the world. You no, know, it took them a long time. To do that, and you know, even though, like I said, I think Elliot did something wrong, no question. But six games, come on, man. Uh, when, and then Josh Brown got one game, come on, man. And, and Greg Hardy got, uh, you know, suspended with pay the whole year, and was convicted. So it's just too much. Again, Goodell is, is already a problem, and the problem has been exacerbated by Demoris's poor uh, advocacy. And uh, it's unfortunate that said about the brother, uh, you know, on on radio. About to say it. I mean, I, we have to real talk here. I'm not impressed with the Morris at all. So, I mean, because I'm Mike and Mike and touch that touch that talk. But yeah, I mean, football, like I said, is is a sport where um, you're one hit away. They need more guaranteed money. They need, I think, even larger. I think they need, uh, you know, more time between games. I think we need a couple more bye, another bye week. Um, we need uh, advocacy related to. I think I think the draft is too. I think we need a, we need a large draft. I think, and we, and we just need uh, again uh, a level playing field, um, because these players are you know like I said one hit away. Um, and that's as simple. Mm. Yeah. Cameras on it. Hey, when we come back, Cameron and I are gonna go into the five on the black hand side when we return. You listen to. RC the big show. Let's do it. Hi, this is Brett Bielma, the head coach of the University of Arkansas Razorbacks, and you're keeping it real with the real sports guys. Woo pig. All right. Welcome back to RZ Bit Show. Uh, we're brought to you by Carbon World Health, a solution for fitness, health, and beauty. Go to CarbonWorldHealth.com to connect with Dr. Nestor Rodriguez and his staff to learn more about lifestyle medicine. Tell them that the, the real sports guys sent you. Uh, 
I love it. That's my guy over there. They've been working with me. I'm trying to keep on getting it down. Um, yeah, TJ put me through it uh, last Saturday. Uh, a lot of folks over there. Uh, it's a great kind of experience, and uh, he's just an amazing person. We we definitely gonna have him on the show uh, talking about. He does a, a lot of amazing stuff. And you know, Hammer, I know you know him. Uh, amazing yeah, guy. Yeah, he's a great so guy. Yeah, he's a great, great guy. Great brother. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we got we we're doing good. So we're gonna uh, we're going to uh, uh, hit into one of our our uh, you know one of our, one of our signature uh, 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 segments because you know. We like to get down a little bit, so when I got here, on, I want to get this. So we hit five on the black hand side. Five, oh, five, oh, oh, on the black hand side. <laughs> five on the black hand side. Five on the black hand side is I love that. Five on the black hand side is uh, when we kind of hit a topic and we hit some five points of it. So our, our, our side is as the world turns in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. We've been. If there's been one topic that our 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 uh, if y'all just join us, uh, you listen to Real Sports Guys Big Show. But uh, early at the kickoff of the show, we we talked about we have this kind of uh, text message group, and the NBA talk has been off the hook, and Hammer has been in the middle of it. Uh, we we yeah. <laughs> he has been he is he is he has been he burned down the house with everybody, uh, and we have some classic stuff. Uh, but it's been crazy, and so the first question I'm kind of like this is like behind the music, you know, I'm behind the music. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 get to understand all the stuff that was going on, like you didn't even know, like oh I didn't know that was going on. What is it's, it's up, it, 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 as we think about it? What's the real motive of each of the actors in this situation? We look at uh, uh, Gilbert, you know, kind of the organization. Um, and you think about LeBron, I think we want to try and get a sense of, you know, who are those people. So before we jump into it, I want to I want to play an excerpt from Game Changer again. Again, if you have a chance, go and listen to uh, on iTunes uh, previous big show. Game Changer's going off, but he had he had some uh, uh, thoughts I thought were really good about this topic, and then I'll have uh, a Hammer hit in on here in a minute. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how that unfolds. This next year is going to tell us a lot. Yeah, with, with the whole talk of LeBron leaving. I don't think moving to L.A. for whatever reason people say moving to L.A. makes it any difference in terms of how LeBron is already moving the agenda in Hollywood and media. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't team, think. Not, there's no advantage there. He's already got that. And it's a, and, and actually it's a basketball disadvantage because now you can't even see the Warriors in the finals. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like now so, you can't even. Yeah. You're not even getting to them no. until uh, you got to get to you got to get at them in the conference finals, the divisional round. Anybody trying to eh, where they do that at? No, you got to stand in the east. They get stronger in the west and, and 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 make it difficult on them. And you continue to have an easy pass from the east and you east and you just yeah. healthier and got more energy. You got to hope that yep. Chris Paul and them put them in a dog fight. Uh, San Antonio gets in the Kawhi, you know, you're right. They're wearing them down. OKC, Paul George, and Westbrook, and Minnesota, and just let them all kill each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to sit back and you got to Game of Thrones this out, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to be you got to be Peter Baelish. You got to be Littlefinger. You got to be Littlefinger. You got to kind of sit back and kind of watch the players kind of murk each other. You know, like watch them slaughter each other. Then you slide in. 
you know, you slide in, in into the north. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You slide into Winterfell. <laughs> yeah, like what Peter Bailey's doing in Winterfell. Peter Bailey's running game. <laughs> Always and forever. Little fingers stay running game. Always and forever. You know what I'm saying? Always. You watch the you you stand in the background pulling the strings while the while the while the puppets kill each other. You know, let that go down yeah. and you just stay out east, man. Stay away from the fray. Yeah. Show up yeah. show up at the final credits. With a full clip. Yes. Yes. Bludgeon Philly. Bludgeon them. You know what I'm saying? Right. Traumatize him, right? Traumatize him. Traumatize Washington. You know, beat up you know, Boston. Like, give him a psychosis. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, that, that's the that's the thing. Like, I feel like all the talk ahead is LeBron's going to L.A., LeBron's going to L.A., and that makes all the sense in the world except on the court. The what? That makes all that makes all the sense in the world except for on the court. And that's the part. So as we talk about the actors, I want to say that to kind of set the context because I hear all these cats talking about where LeBron's going to go and all this other stuff. You know, each of these actors, Gilbert and organization, Kyrie and Team LeBron all got a motive. But we, so when you look at that, when you think of the actors, what, what is your, what do you see as the motivation or whatever for each of those individuals? Who, who, as you start to think about, let's say, let's start with the uh, uh, Gilbert organization. What do you see? Well, Gilbert wants to keep the, the brand monetized. Obviously, what happened when LeBron left the first time, the franchise went down. LeBron came back, the franchise monetized. You got to get in a situation right now where, regardless of if LeBron's there or not, the Cleveland uh, brand can still bring money. And so that's why you, look, you hear about this deal with Kyrie, which I think is not going to be done until the 15th. You know why the 15th is important? The 15th is December, that is, because that's the time where the Jeff Teagues, the people who signed creating that deals, can be in the mix as far as trades go. And they can get uh, premium value for Kyrie. And they already had a mess going on the season anyway. If he wasn't talking to teammates during the, the season, they can do a little little mess uh, of him coming to camp for a couple of months to get full value. So Gilbert's trying to keep his money and make his money and monetize as much as possible. And he knows LeBron's going to be there for a whole year. And he's going to try to max it out and get the most for Kyrie. Uh, second with LeBron, I love Game Changer, but uh, again, it's not about basketball. He's, already, he's saying the rhetorical thing. It's not about basketball with LeBron. LeBron hit, LeBron, Le, LeBron, Savannah hit, what magazine today, bruh? Vogue, okay? You ain't getting the Vogue in Cleveland, bruh. Like, like, like Joe Kim Noah said, it's Cleveland. Now, Cleveland's one of our great, you know, Midwestern towns, great values, but Cleveland's whack, man. People want to be in L.A. But, he, and but he's, still, but he's that, still on the cover. He's still got access to that. Well, stuff, he can't be. He, he, he can be, be on, on more. My point. You, you're not looking. He, he can be on more covers. He can be on all the magazines from Cosmopolitan to blah blah blah. All the magazines in the world. He's in L.A., man. He's not buying. He didn't buy that house to go to it once or twice a year, bro. He bought that big house, man, to make money. And so he's gonna go to L.A. with Lonzo. And PG thirteen, and they don't get paid, and it doesn't matter about basketball anymore. The dude has uh, three titles, man, and he brought a title to Cleveland. He don't know Cleveland anything anymore. Cleveland has a title. I mean, this is a, this is a city that was mocked in major league. The Browns are a laughing stock, you know. Uh, and uh, 
and the, and the Cavaliers finally won, even though obviously Draymond helped them. Draymond should have gotten a ring that year, but he didn't. And the bottom line is that, you know, LeBron is going to leave Cleveland. Trust me. He's going to leave Cleveland for L.A. He's not going to the Clippers either. I heard the Clippers. Why would he go to the Clippers? That's like going to the White Sox. But that's my, that's my thing. I mean, that make no he's, sense. He's in the movie business. He's in the movie business writing stories. He's in the movie business if he's in L.A. I mean, he had to take a, a, a flight to. But he got another. He can be that way, man. He got another forty years after he quit. Lord willing, nah, bro. He has to go get it now, brother. Gotta go get it now. Look at James. Look at look at Jim Brown. Jim Brown got that movie career. Uh, right after his career, man, you gotta go get it now, man. And the best way to do it, you, you're around Magic. Magic monetizes his brand million times fold after he left the NBA, man. And Magic will 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 give that pitch. And LeBron took a pay cut. LeBron doesn't need that, that NBA salary, man. I mean, LeBron's got so many outside deals. This is about being in Showtime, bro. With Lonzo Ball giving the ball, with with PG thirteen, you know, with Kyle Kuzma balling this summer, uh, you know, uh, Randall Ingram, they on ball, man. Just like he did Cleveland, where he came there in one year and put him. Uh, it took a two-year project to get him a title. It's the same thing. LeBron's going to put him in a situation for a title, but they, they might not win one because of GFW, of course. But it's going to be exciting. And, and, and the East is going to be Boston's show now with Gordon Hayward and, 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 and the whole, you know, Isaiah Thomas, the whole nine. So, so yeah, LeBron's not concerned about basketball anymore. He won his rings. Now it's time to make that money. He wants to be, he wants to be like MJ. He's got his number. He's clapping the chalk. He's, he's a wannabe GOAT. He never will be, but the bottom line, he's going to make the Space Jam 2 movie. And what he's going to do is, man, he's going to make enough money, and he's going to buy the Cleveland Cavaliers and be back in Cleveland anyway and have a crib in L.A. on the offseason. So that's what he wants to do. He wants to buy the Cavaliers. I guarantee you that. And, and that was one of the things uh, that we talked about even, uh, I think, in the longer clip. I don't know if we hit that one here. In the longer clip I played before, uh, we did. I talked to I asked, I was like, you know, is some of this stuff setting him up for owning the Cavs? And I think that's his move is, I think at some point he's going to own the Cavs. And um, and is he setting the move up? So your contention is he's at a point where he realizes he's not going to win any more titles. He'll he'll compete, but he's just positioning for the postgame. And I'm, I'm assuming he's not giving up on winning titles. If it, if it I'm giving up mean on the well, winning titles. Look, for example, he should never title in Cleveland. He doesn't title in Cleveland because Draymond Green kicked somebody in the groin. That's why he has a title right now. Let's be real about it. He would be zero. He would be. No, no, no. But then you're not acknowledging Golden State won the first title, and he had two of his star players hurt. Like nobody acknowledges that Golden State's first title was because you had Kyrie hurt and Love didn't play the finals. And he still went in. So, but nobody. Well, nobody what happened this year, D. Well, everybody was full. That. Everybody was full strength, bro. And I know you don't give KD his props, but everybody was full strength. I mean, KD brought was like icing on the cake, man. They were going. They were going. They were going to be GFW, man. If he would have played that same team without KD, they would they wouldn't have beat him. I don't know that, man. I don't know that, bro. Who made all the nah, I don't know that. Clay, 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 a bad series. I don't know that, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, Clay, Clay, dude, Clay I don't think that, bro. Clay tightening up, man. Come on now. Don't dude, get me wrong. You talking about they lost, they lost in five, bro. 
Yeah, you know I love Dre, but Dre, you know I love Draymond, but he got about 25. I love Draymond, too, but Draymond's got to give himself in control, man. I mean, he's really out of control yeah. right now. Um, yeah. Now, now, move on, move now, on to Kyrie. You want to talk about Kyrie, right? Well, let's talk about Kyrie. Kyrie but with Kyrie, tell me about Kyrie. What's your, what's your insight on Kyrie? Well, Kyrie's interesting, man. I guess, really, uh, my understanding, his dad was the undercover LeBar uh, Ball, basically. So his dad's running, you know, game. And they have this crazy thing where, you know, Kyrie's brand is off the chain. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he had the commercials with K-Love and even before LeBron. And so, yeah, he was upset when LeBron came to, to Cleveland. So he wants to go. He'll go to Phoenix probably. And he'll probably stay there two years and he'll go to New York. And he'll get paid. So, but to buy my Kyrie, Kyrie got a ring too. Kyrie only wanted one ring. Kyrie wants to get paid. So, in full. He's an exciting player. Doesn't play no defense. Exciting player though, and he's gonna really make you know a lot of money for himself, and so um, he wants out. And but you know Cleveland's not no dum dums. If you look at the talent's gonna be around on December fifteenth, compared to talent's gonna be around training camp. Trust me, they're gonna put they're gonna put pause on. It. They have to suspend the brother. They're gonna get maximum value for him. And if you have let's say the Minnesota deal, you want Jeff Teague in that deal, you have to wait till the fifteenth. Other free agents, you have to wait to fit. You have more flexibility with the 15th goes because you have more players you can play mm-hmm. with as far as three, four-team deals you might have to do to get this done. You look at the Carmelo Anthony situation, they got to get two, three deal, two, three teams in, in, the, in, the, in the mix to make the deal happen. So, I mean, the Kyrie will be gone, but don't be surprised if it's not um, by training camp. And, you know, there'll be drama, but, hey, they all want to get paid, and, for other reasons, Kyrie wants to get paid because Kyrie wants to be the quintessential superstar, great combo guy ever. LeBron wants to get monetize that money to own him an NBA team like like Michael Jordan. He wants to be Michael Jordan and loves Michael Jordan. And you know, I'm surprised he didn't shave his hair like Michael Jordan yet, but he probably will this year. And you got Dan Gilbert who realizes that you know LeBron's leaving. LeBron got me a title. Let me monetize the Cavaliers for. Long-term legacy, so I can sell it to LeBron James for the maximum amount of money. So they're all they're so, all so the agenda, what, and that's what their agenda is. And, and so, as we move into point two, because you kind of hit on some of that, uh, as, as we think about the art of deal getting uh, forty-five, um, uh, <laughs> you, you mentioned you put a couple of these deals on the table. Which deals do you think might be the best? If you were if you were sitting there, you're saying. If if I could make the best move for Kyrie and they were coming, what, what deal do you think is the best move for them? The Phoenix deal, definitely. The Phoenix deal is the best deal. So if you get a, mm-hmm. a Bledsoe or a Booker, and you get a guy like Jared Dudley, it helps you in the it helps you in the present and the future. Cleveland's got to set themselves up for after LeBron. They're not stupid. After they fired David Griffin, Kobe, uh, what's his name? Kobe Altman looks like an absolute hack. I mean, I'm not impressed with that brother at all, but. Yeah, I mean, that's the main thing. And, and they, they, they clown Chauncey, going to try to pay him less money than he played in the membership. I'm like, come on, man. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, the bottom line is they're not serious. So, LeBron wants out, and he danced with the devil again. He got the devil a ring. And so now they have to they have to do what's best for the present and the future. They've got a, they've got a team that can beat, I think can still beat um, Boston, because Boston's just a poor offense, uh, rebounding team. I mean, they got Hayward. Hayward scoring wasn't really their problem. Their problem was rebounding. So, and, and, and defense rebounding to boot. So, um, that's what they're looking at right now as far as it goes. So, I think that's the best deal. I mean, if you 
if you get with, you know, with, with, with uh, Minnesota and, you know, Teague and Wiggins, I just don't see them. I wouldn't deal Wiggins if I were them. I just wouldn't deal. That's a great squad with Teague, Wiggins, Jimmy, you know, Dang, uh, Towns. I mean, this is a mad. I mean, they got George, uh, Jamal Crawford coming off the bench. I mean, Tim's going to be brilliant this year. I'm going to be cheering for them probably more than the Bulls this year because the Bulls really sad me with that, with that, with that garbage deal they did. Uh, they got a guy, uh, you know, off of off of surgery. Another guy that can't play, but that's another story. But um, yeah, yeah, so we, we definitely have to bring you back for that conversation. Do. Okay. And and, and 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 I was going to say, uh, I said we definitely have to bring you back to talk about the Bulls at some point. Uh, as a joke, oh, yeah. But as as as, yeah. as as one of the things I, I was really thinking about is, you know, LeBron has to do at least one year contracts. You know, kind of really trying to um, control, and I think sometimes when you do that, you you box yourself in to something. Do you believe because of the, the move that Kyrie made, is it, does LeBron feel like he's boxed in in some way? No, LeBron feels like he's boxed Kyrie, in because Kyrie, the bottom line is, I told he's going to yeah. LA next year, so he's upset right now because Kyrie is costing him more money. So that's that's the only yeah. thing that he's upset about Kyrie is. Because if Kyrie acted right and just was quiet, and they had they went out they then they maybe they upset GSW this year. He goes out, you know the king, uh, the the king is uh, the the king is supreme again. Whatever the highlight headline is going to be in the Cleveland uh, Post Dispatch, whatever, that's fine. But Kyrie's causing drama and throwing LeBron on the bus, and they clown LeBron on social media, you know, uh, mocking his workouts and stuff. So it's hurting his brand. So yeah, he's probably enemy number one. And obviously, I think when Kyrie gets to camp, they're gonna have to separate him and put him in, a, in a, you know, a dark room or something, so he doesn't get hurt. Because LeBron don't play in the street, streets of Akron, and Kyrie's from the streets of Jersey, it, it, you know, and, and bougie Jersey, not not a real Jersey. So, um, so the bottom line is that that's the only thing about Kyrie. Kyrie's costing money, but he cares about Kyrie. I mean, Kyrie could have been in that, yep. in that deal, but but. He said it was Wiggins, and that's what happened. Wiggins was in the deal. Kyrie wasn't. That's what's up. Mm. Mm. Love was in the deal. Mm. So, you know, LeBron's running stuff, man. And so the main thing is that um, LeBron's not boxed in at all. LeBron has the ultimate flexibility. And now what he's going to do is he's going to go build that LeBron kingdom. He he uh, rejuvenated his brand by coming back to Cleveland as a prodigal son and giving him a title that – you know, they tried to depict in the movies a major league and all this mess. The Cleveland Browns are going to be another embarrassment probably. And got them a ring. You know, the Cleveland Indians lost a 3-1 lead to the White to the Cubs this year. I mean, they're just a sports embarrassment. Um, but he brought them a title, and they'll, they'll never forget that. A homegrown kid brought them a title. So they don't have hate for LeBron if he goes to L.A. They don't have for hate for Gilbert more. Cause they, are, they know that Gilbert's the reason why He's going to claim, you know, Griffin's gone and things like that. That's the reason why. So that, that's what you have to look at, bro, is that LeBron's in great shape right now. He's, he's I mean, the guy is blessed. He's a, he's a, he's a point guard and a power forward body. Just, just an ma- amazing athlete. Like I said, the best athlete probably ever in the sport. Best player? Nah, MJ, no doubt, all day. But definitely LeBron, just, just a great talent and, so it'll be great to see him in L.A., man, uh, with Lonzo and, and PG-13 and uh, the whole nine uh, bringing Showtime back and doing a real rivalry in the West Coast, which is going to be 
GSW and the Lakers. It's going to be a rivalry. That's going to be a Sunday, the Saturday night game, uh, you know, on ABC. So, so if you were to write the headline the day after the season's over next year, what would the headline be? Uh, it would be, uh, thank you, King. Thank you, King James. That's how it's because <laughs> he brought you a title. In our final, in our final thank you, King James. Yeah, he brought you a title, man. Yeah. Thank you, James. I mean, the Cleveland fans can't. If they, if they, I have a lot of friends with Cleveland fans. They hate. They're out, they're 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 out of order because you have a title. Your Indians haven't had a title for sixty plus years. Your Browns have had a title forever, and this team, this iteration, might never get a title. Uh, I mean, they've gone through what ten quarterbacks in like eight years. You got uh, you know, so the Indians had a title in their hands and, and let it get snatched away by the Cubs. He talked about infamy. The Cubs snatched away from the Indians. That's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that can never be more ironic. So yeah, so that that's the title, and yeah, I, I give LeBron props. I mean, the I thought the my I didn't care about the Miami move as far as him going to Miami. I don't like the way he did it, but he had a right to go to Miami. Um, he's a grown man, but the fact he came back to Cleveland and realized his brand was hurt and got them a title. He got great advisors around him, and they've advised him, brother. You got your, you got three rings, bro. You can go to LA and buy your ring factory, and you know he well, ring factory. Right you buy him an NBA team. That's the hammer right there, killing. So our final point, and then I'm gonna have you uh, 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 close it out uh, with the last word uh, as well with it. Um, who do you see? LeBron put the blueprint out. Who, which young player do you think can? Create what LeBron has done right now, you know, under five KD, years. KD, 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 KD. Because KD is a physical freak like LeBron is. KD's a great, got a great story with his mother. And when he told his mother he was the MVP, that was just touching. Even for someone like me who got cold mm-hmm. hard, person in Chicago, that touched my heart. That That's hard to do, bro. I'm from the mm-hmm. ministry of Chicago, and that brother touched my heart. I was like, this brother's real, so. And, uh, you know, it's going to be – GSW is going to be crazy in the next three years. I mean, with the fact they, they signed all – they signed up the backup cats, JaVale McGee, they brought in Swaggy P. I mean, it's going to be crazy there. I mean, they could maybe win 75 this year, man. It's going to be crazy because they are so loaded, man. And, and, you know, the only thing – they got two, two, three years left, and then Clay, I think, will go to L.A. or something. Enjoying his father, you know, part of the franchise, and but these next two three years will be special. And, and KD just showed it this year. Uh, not just the offense, the defense was off the chain too, man. I mean, the, the brother just and he's a, a brand bastard from AmFam. And you know, again, you have a lot of haters out there, but you know, you can't hate the fact the brother wanted to go with excellence. OKC is not excellence. You know, Paul George gonna realize that quickly, man. You can't win with Russell Westbrook, man. That's why he won't be with the Lakers. He, you, you cannot win with him gunning. And the triple-double machine ain't going to work, man. That's why, he, I mean, Harden's out of there and Ibaka and Durant. You can't play with that cat. He's a selfish cat. He's a moody cat. He's not a winner. And so that's why KD left him. And KD went with Steph, went with, you know, Clay, went with Draymond. They're going to ball, man. JaVale McGee. Well, you heard him here. 
you heard it here. The hammer is off the chain right now. This is what we do, y'all. We just got warmed up, and we got to bring it back. Brother, I'm going to say this. Thank you for being on with me. Thank you for inviting me, brother. You, you, like I said, it's always a pleasure. You brought it. It's an honor. It's an honor to be on RSG. It's an honor to uh, be with my guys from uh, Beloit to Rockford to Madison to Minneapolis, uh, all my crew from your world and, you know, DW world. And so, yeah, like I said, we just give real talk of the real sports guys from the Hammer, Carl Hampton, and, uh, you know, brother, it's going to be an interesting year, man, uh, all the way around. We ain't talked that much baseball tonight, but ain't nothing much to talk about. I think the Dodgers are going to win big. So the Dodgers are off the chain right now, man. So uh, they're winning yeah. games where it's unfair. It's, it could be fire rule, bro. It could be fire rule. So, if it, um, if it, if it, we, and I'm, I'm looking to have Joe Davis, Beloit, Beloit College alum. And, oh, and, Joe Davis, uh, bring it, man. LinkedIn friend, LinkedIn yeah. friend. You link, you link me in with him. He's, he's the next next Joe Buck, yeah. man, or next you. Forget Joe Buck. Yeah. Next Ben Scully. Yeah, yeah. We're about, we're about from Beloit College. We're about, that's right. We're about to do something with him here soon. I reached out to him, so oh, I yeah, him we'll up so we can, we can get it. Please have me on the show, please, because he's he's a dynamic <laughs> talent, man. I mean, say he's he's a dynamic talent. I mean, that 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 young cat is special. Like Brian Anderson, <laughs> yeah, locally, I, is special. That that brother's special, man. Yeah, that, that's it. So I. I we 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 got in the works, so we'll have it rolling, man. Hey, man, I'm gonna have bro, you on. Please invite me, man. Get ready, I, step just it let up. me we're say hi. Have you back, man. Uh, well, I'd be glad, back, man. Like I said, it's an honor, 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 honor. All right. Well, y'all listen to Real Sports Guys Big Show. Thank you again. If you want to hit us up, you know, on iTunes, we need it. We try to do it one at a time, y'all. Hit us up on iTunes. Search for Real Sports Guys on Facebook. Real Sports Guys on Twitter. Real Sports Guys on Instagram, Real Sports Guys, and then you got RSG D Wills, D W I L S, uh, on those platforms. You want to hit me directly? Come, come correct, but I will check you uh, 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 on, on the social media tip. That's how we do it. We we don't play around. So you come and we're gonna bring it right back at you. Don't come with nothing sloppy. All right. Till next time, this is RSG. We out. Peace.